Now, didn't I tell you to take the meat out of the freezer so it can thaw? I'll deal with you later. Kids. Well, at least Mike and Bobby are bringing their friend Ash by this evening. Maybe we can use her as a sacrifice. Tonight's offering is a tale of love, betrayal, and the age-old question. What are you willing to give up for immortality? Your very soul? While you ponder on that, let's take a listen. <laughs> Join us. If you dare, sincerely, the people under the scares. Welcome back to the People Under the Scares podcast, where we discuss everything scary, spooky, and disturbing in horror. This is Mike. And I'm Bobby. And we have a very special friend joining us today, host of Rise from the Dead podcast, co-host of Kill the Dead podcast, and as I like to refer to her, the Oracle of Horror, because she can tell you where everything is at on any platform. Welcome, Ash. Hi! I love that nickname, the Oracle of Horror. <laughs> I love it, yes. Thank you. I'm so glad to be back. Yes. <laughs> yes. So how you been doing? How you both been doing? Good. Like I was telling you before, like the allergies were kicking my ass. So I'm just now getting my voice back. It's a little raspy, but I'm good. Even though I'm still dealing with the ear infection too, but I'm good. <laughs> Some people like a little raspiness, by the way. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me see. Hold on. <laughs> you know what's funny, Ash? I was going to ask, can you do that voice? <laughs> oh, no. I can try. Let me see. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <Hold> on. <laughs> Let me stop. If you guys yes. don't know, that's the infamous um, voice that Ash usually do on Kill the Dead. <laughs> I love it. I never get tired of it. Thank you. Oh, wait. Can you do the... I was going to ask you to do the Family Guy voice, but I don't... Oh, know. I can. Hold on. Let me clear my throat. <laughs> so if your listeners are not familiar, like, I have a little special talent with voice impressions, and I can do a pretty decent Lois Griffin. So <laughs> let's see how it goes with my raspiness. <clears throat> oh, Ina. What? <laughs> That shit cracks me up every time. Oh. That was so good. Oh, my cheeks hurt. Oh, thank you I so much. I love it. <laughs> so if y'all didn't know, today we, we will be discussing the, I think, cult classic. I feel like most people know yeah. this movie. If you have not seen it, 
I would suggest going to watch it. Yeah. Um, we will be discussing Death Becomes <laughs> Circa 1992. 1992, directed and produced by Robert Zemeckis, written by David Kep and Martin Donovan. And starring, of course, Meryl Streep, Goldie Hawn, and Bruce Willis. Uh, but before we get into that, we're going to do a little segment that is called Tell Me Something Scary, where we will be giving a little minute or two story of something that's scary that's happened to us, that we've experienced, or even a story that we might have heard. So, Bobby. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> Shit, I fucked that up. <laughs> tell me something scary. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. I'll have to do that afterwards. Edit <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm not going to be able to keep a straight face. I'm Tell so me sorry. something scary. <laughs> um, so I wasn't really well prepared for the... First of all, that caught me off guard. So I'm sorry if I made that face, but I was not expecting that. So, <laughs> wow. Um, so I don't really have a, a story. I, but I can tell you what I've been going through for the last uh, <laughs> couple of weeks. Oh my God. <laughs> Currently? Um, um, I mean, it wasn't nothing, it's nothing crazy, but I mean, I'm pretty sure we all, um, at some point dealt with, uh, sleep paralysis and things like that. And, um, that's part of the reason why I haven't been getting much sleep recently. Um, but yeah, I've been dealing with that and that's pretty scary. <laughs> I don't have a story for it today, unfortunately, but it's funny because I watched a movie last week called Come True. Have you guys seen it before? Um, no, I've heard about it. Yeah, and it's about this uh, girl, and she's dealing with, you know, sleep paralysis and things like that. And you actually insert her brain and see the dreams that she's having, her nightmares, and the graphics are really, really dope. Like, the stuff that you will see in your nightmares, you would probably see in hers, which is cool. Not like how they showed that in a movie. But, um, besides the point, that's what it reminded me of, of some of the stuff that i've been dealing with but i can't go too deep into it because yeah it's a lot but that's all i have <laughs> yeah yeah sleep paralysis is a bitch oh my god yeah, um... ash <laughs> <laughs> tell me something scary so before we recorded today i went to a city uh like a city tour with my mom and my sister and part of the tour we go underground where I'm from Cincinnati, so we're learning about the history of, like, like Vine Street and OTR, and we're learning about how they smuggled, like, alcohol and stuff through these tun tunnels underneath. So we went down these creepy-ass stairs, knowing that my thick ass can barely squeeze through. Like, the space was so tight. So we had to go down the stairs and, like... Um, just we're checking out the underground and like how they smuggled in it and then we went through this church area and some of the history um they had to like dig up some of the bodies because of like they were trying to build and the family's like well we want our relative to be buried underneath the church so where we're standing out we had a an opportunity to go to like one of the dungeons where the the bodies were buried and like we see the headstones so, you know me, like, all things spooky. I'm like, I'm going to check it out. 
and I went in there and it was just so creepy like it's blocked off so like you can still look over to see like the headstones and stuff but just just to know like I'm in this this deep tunnel with all these dead bodies <laughs> that was creepy so it's like when I got home I'm like I need to bless myself and burn some sage or something to get like to scare off these spirits because I ain't trying to bring any of that stuff with me but not, not you going further into danger <laughs> and you know like with all this knowledge with like horror movies and stuff you would think I would know better but like don't do it Ash don't do it but I'm like you know what why not the so, yes, I, was, <laughs> I was I was that character who decided to go exploring <laughs> and check out the resting areas uh, for some of these um, these individuals but it was pretty cool to, like know yeah. all this history with Cincinnati, but that seems pretty yeah. cool though. I would, um, like I, I'm making like all these faces and stuff, but I'm pretty sure I would do the same thing. Yeah, that seems cool. But I was going to ask you though, like when you did go inside, like did you feel like something, like an energy, or you know, just some weird feeling? Because usually when I go into places where I know something happened, um, or even when I go into a store and they have like all these like artifacts and stuff that supposedly have history to them. I actually feel it. Um, I have a story yeah. about that too, but I wonder if you felt any, like, did you feel anything like that when you went I inside? I actually didn't. I was okay. more, it was like really freezing, but yeah, I was, I was expecting to feel a little something, something, but I didn't. I don't okay. know. It's because I was like in good spirits or just like, yeah was like in and out of the area but yeah i didn't feel anything well girl still say palo santo right. you know you protected girl you protected yes there you go <laughs> do a chant something <laughs> that would have been crazy if you were if you were able to like record it mm -hmm. as you're going through if you went at night or something you know but i right. i don't think you'd be doing that but oh yeah hypothetically that would have been a cool no. little video <laughs> yeah. i got pictures of like some of the uh, tunnels we checked out and everything, and I think I might got a headstone or two, so I have to like look back to see mm. if I see any like lights in the pictures. Yikes! <laughs> okay, okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be doing that. <laughs> what about I you, don't know. Michael? Yeah, I don't know how to say this to myself. Michael, tell. Us something. <laughs> Tell us something scary. I'm trying to speak in third person. Um, okay, so it's not really a, like story stories. So I remember when The Grudge came out in theaters, right? <clears throat> this to me was one of the most fun movies to see with a crowd of people, by the way. So um, we go in, we watch the movie. I'm in the front, mind you, the very front row. So the movie is, you know, it's cool. It's a little scary at moments. But when I started going home and I was going to be by myself, that's when the movie started to really start playing in my head. So it's completely quiet. It's dark. No one is home. I eventually pass out. Cool. And it's funny you brought up sleep paralysis because this is the first time I've experienced it. So I was dreaming and I remember this nightmare. So it's me in my bedroom, but I'm seeing a figure at the door. And so, you know, my mother being a religious person, she is. Uh, she was always telling me, like, rebuke something if you see it or whatever. So I remember doing that in my dream. And then I woke up and 
I just remember I couldn't talk. I couldn't move. Oh. <laughs> it was a good 30 seconds. And I just felt like somebody was pushing me down on the bed as I was awake. And ever since then, I felt like somebody was watching me from the closet. So ever since then, I've been in a sleep paralysis, but I blame the grudge and I blame Buffy <laughs> for giving uh-uh, me the. Not Buffy. <laughs> Why Buffy? She was a part the actress. of it. <laughs> Oh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> she didn't go in there. I wouldn't have watched that movie and I wouldn't have experienced that when I went home. But that is some terrifying shit. That sleep paralysis stuff. It is. Ooh, that it, is. It's really uh. scary. Because especially when you know you can't move and can't do nothing. And it's like a nightmare, you know? Like something's after you or whatever. You're trying to yell for help or something, but nothing's coming out of your mouth. And it's just, it's a lot. But I will say the grudge... When I seen that in theaters too, that movie got me out of here as well. Like, cause I have really haven't seen anything like that before. So when I did see that movie, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I was getting all my covers. Pop- cause she would pop out yeah. nowhere. Uh-huh. She's in the covers too. Yeah, exactly. you are not safe anywhere. You open mm-hmm. the door, her face comes sliding down the door frame. Mm-hmm. She's under your covers. She, where else was she at? She was all over the place. It was too much for me to yeah. <laughs> to handle when I got home. Mm-mm. I eventually forgot about it. Hopefully tonight, because I'm talking about, I don't. It won't happen. But um, my coworker that is my for story. Halloween one time dressed as her, <laughs> and this is when I used to work at like a pet nutrition store. Um, but this was like around the first time I got that job, and around Halloween we used to dress up just for fun. And I didn't know she was working that day, and she literally like came out <laughs> the bathroom, and so she made like her hair that way, the skin. She made it more fell. And she wore, it was just, she got me out of here. I was really scared. I opened up that bathroom <laughs> and she just came out at me like this. And I was just like, oh no. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good prank. Yeah. We did want to do that. We wanted to do that at the theater because I was working at that theater. But the, the manager was like, no, you can't do that. Somebody could have a heart attack and blah, 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 blah. They, Regal was not trying to let me have fun. Um, <laughs> oh, they'd be all right. Like, <laughs> All right. Well, that was a good little moment. Okay. So let's get into this plot. And I stole it off of Rotten Tomatoes because I didn't feel like making my own. Um, (laughs) When a novelist loses her man to a movie star and former friend, she winds up in a psychiatric hospital. Years later, she returns home to confront the now married couple looking radiant. Her ex-husband's new wife wants to know her secret and discovers that she has been taking a mysterious drug which grants eternal life to the person who drinks it. The actress follows suit, but discovers that immortality has a price. Right. Yes. Just to let y'all know this is a spoiler review, okay? It of is course. never not it is never not a spoiler review. Truths. <laughs> Now, I do have a theory about this movie before we get into it, and I want y'all to kind of think about it while we're discussing it. I think the potion is the perfected chemical from Return of the Living Dead. Mm. So I think these, they, I think they're, well, they are technically zombies. Yeah. I think these are the like evolved kind of level of zombies from Return of the Living Dead because they can break apart, they don't die, they're still talking. The only thing is they don't eat brains, but that's the evolved part. You know, that's what I made up in my head. (laughs) (laughs) But just keep that in mind. Just be open-minded to that. Okay. I know that 
that gas or whatever in return of the living dead was called like trioxin something something so maybe mm. i like that so maybe that's the new gas chemical whatever that's then death becomes higher and i can see that happening um, i'm just saying it's it's the sequel we didn't know was a sequel okay <laughs> <laughs> i have well you already know my theory about um serial mom so with the one of the characters right. there I'll share that with you later, Ash, because that's the surprise okay. for the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have the setup. So we meet Madeline Ashton, played by Meryl Streep, who is a movie star performing on Broadway, and she invites Helen Sharp, her frenemy, I guess we could call her, who is Goldie Hawn, and Helen Sharp's fiancé, Ernest Manville, who is Bruce Willis. So... He is watching her on on the stage. He's infatuated with her already. And you see, I already know I'm going to end up calling them by their real names. <laughs> oh, that's all good. And we see uh, Goldie Hawn sitting there looking very nervous. Yes, Helen. 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 Or mm-hmm. hell. Hell, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so as the show's going on, Ernest is becoming more infatuated with her. And they go back to meet her. And, you know, Madeline's a little shady thing. <laughs> she, she can't help making her little comments and giving her little digs in. And you could tell very early on that she's used to being a friend that, I guess, gets the attention, maybe. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Helen is more so than when that's been on the back burner. Uh, and even before she says it, I feel like you can tell Meryl Streep be trying to take her man too, or anybody's man. <laughs> right. I take your man. <laughs> you know what's funny? Like I was singing that song when I was watching the movie. I was cracking <laughs> up, and then it went into the whole Keisha Cole, and I started playing the whole song. And yeah, now, now you've got me thinking about all these songs about you. Look, there's a Ooh, lot of songs. Kelly Price. Yeah. What's the Kelly? She was a friend of mine. There we go. <laughs> Left. Oh, God. Okay. Stop. Okay. You know what's another good one? <laughs> what? Why are you already what? laughing? You don't even know what I'm about to say. I'm, I've anticipated it already. What's another one? First, you got to picture back into it. And what? don't stop. Uh, just do it. <laughs> Wait, that's a song about cheating? No, but her oh. neck, her back. <laughs> My neck and my back. <laughs> you know, next, yeah, it's not about mm-hmm. cheating. No. <laughs> We're gonna no, come up neck. with a soundtrack um, to this this movie, a new one, an updated modern. Ver- we should do that. Okay, yep. we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna redo the soundtrack, and death becomes her. Mm-hmm. It's a modern track, modernish. Anything yeah. that came out after this. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Okay, that's funny. (laughs) Madeline brings her... I was going to say whole ass, but that's kind of wrong. She brings her adulterous self to Ernest's job, surprising him with flowers and shit and taking him out to dinner, Mm -hmm. which is uh, a no-no. You're not taking my husband out to dinner. Do we all agree with that? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I agree. First of all, I'm surprised Helen... Um, dealt with when they were at her dressing room at the, in the beginning of the movie. Right. And she was like flirting and them two were actually flirting with each other and Helen was just taking it. Nah, I would be whipping a mad ass. <laughs> because 
Ooh, real quick. Mm-hmm. So which one do you think you relate to more? Hell or mad? <clears throat> Neither. Ah! <laughs> because I never was in a situation like that. And then as this movie progresses, it's just, I feel like I can't. <laughs> if I had, if I had to choose, <laughs> if I had to choose, I would probably say Helen. Um, but I don't identify with neither one of them because I wouldn't be sitting on my couch getting fat, eating yogurt with a hundred cats, you know, because somebody stole my man. And then, you know, it's just, it's a lot. And then I wouldn't be met, um, met Madeline because I'm not a home wrecker. So. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I know like, like for, uh, like for girls, like having a, like a, your clique of girlfriends, there's always like that like you always have your Helen, you always have your Madeline, and you have like any other person. But I know personally, I'm more of I'm more of a Helen, but I've been a Madeline before. Ooh! Like, but no, it was just Hold like up. tell as in like the queen bee. No, of no, the group? no, no, no. So like, just like being flirty, but like I make sure the person was like single. Like if I see you're attached to someone, I'm not gonna. Go out of my way to be like, oh, just I know I can I can take your band, so I'm gonna go ahead and do it. No, I'm not gonna be that <laughs> type of person. But the flirty part, like, I get it. Yeah, yeah, but like the flirty part. But like I know my limits. But I've been more of a Helen than battling. Okay. But I don't go the whole drastic measures of like plotting to <laughs> like plotting her death and all that stuff. Like no, I've been there like if you're with someone and they become infatuated with someone else and well yeah, now that I, you bring that up i did when i was in high school i did used to plot a lot of people's deaths when they like did oh, a lot don't of admit that on here with- <laughs> <laughs> well I it mean, didn't happen it didn't happen so I yeah i'm not a, i'm not a killer <laughs> but you know what you know if you, people that's been bullied or even if because i've been bullied oh, yeah. before mm-hmm. and stuff like that i plied on getting revenge you know so Secretly, Sorry. I feel like we all have a little Carrie White in us from school. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I'm a Helen too. I, so Helen to me seems like a build up to anger type of person. So she'll take it and take it until she can't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. But she's on another level because. Yeah. So she was telling Ernest, "You don't understand. She takes men from me. She's going to sink her teeth in you, and you're going to leave me. Watch." And he's like, "I'm not interested in her." And then, bam, they get married. <laughs> Ernest, now I'll call Ernest whole ass because I'm sick of him. Ernest, <laughs> he been trying to act like the victim his whole movie. His hoeish ass went up and married Madeline, and then we jump seven years later, and this is the part Bobby was talking about, right? So I can see being Helen because if I get that upset, I'm gonna be eating everything in sight. Now the only thing okay. is I'm not gonna have a bunch of cats. But that was seven years later. Like, I mean, maybe I can see me doing that, like, right after that that happened. Yeah. But after seven years, girl, you true. should have a whole yeah. new man. You should be married right. yourself, maybe. You should be true. doing your thing. Like, and Ernest really wasn't shit, though. He yeah. wasn't He wasn't. Anyway. I mean, not, not yeah. saying, like, looks are everything, but I'm like. Who is he to be fighting over? Exactly. Right. <laughs> I mean, unless he had some good. Mm, uh, and yeah. she didn't want to. Sometimes. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, man, Ernest got the good deed. We think they they, they they be the ones. I have to say, I think Madeline is the type to strap on and then peg. Uh, oh yeah, honestly. dominance. 
she wants the dominance. She wants to be in control. So I think that might have been what did it for him. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we pick, I now you, that image is in my head. <laughs> Meryl Streep pegging Bruce Willis. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know who peg, what pegging is, it is when I, I would say a woman puts a strap on on, which is, mm-hmm. go Google strap on because I don't want to describe that. Is they put on a strap on and then they penetrate a man. So that's what I think she was doing to Ernest. <laughs> and that's why he immediately was trying to marry her. But right. um, to your <laughs> point, though, seven years later is a long fucking time. Like, I could understand this being like a year. Yeah. And then they, because I do think they're supposed to remake this with, uh, what's Goldie Hawn's daughter's name? Kate, um, Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson and... Catwoman, the last Catwoman. Anne Hathaway. Anna, Anne Hathaway, Hathaway. There we go. Thank y'all. I was about to say <laughs> Anna Paquin. Ooh, oh. That would be interesting, though. Yeah, <laughs> <Ash face. laughs> <laughs> She's like, ooh. <laughs> Not sucky. It's okay. But I, I could definitely see it being like a year or two, and then they jumped another year or two. But like right. 14 years later, we do that's too much. Yeah. Um, but we we are now seven years in. Helen is basically a shut in. She don't pay her bills. Maybe she can't. And she has about skate eight thousand cats up in her place. <laughs> and she's about to be evicted because they're banging on her door. And I noticed she had one of those things to hold up against the door <laughs> so nobody can bust up in there to rob you. And she's watching a movie. I forgot the name of the movie, but she's rewinding the scene where Madeline's getting strangled by somebody <laughs> in the movie and she's just enjoying it just smiling ear to ear rewind replay rewind replay to the point where they come in and snatch her out of the apartment she's still hitting the rewind button to watch it I was cracking up um, <laughs> no that was really funny That's they're like dragging so... her out and she right, just kept like, like <laughs> she had to be in such a low ass place Mm-hmm. To like, just to be like, to be like that, like, damn, like, I know you stank, and like, she, you around yeah. all those cats and everything, and you're rewriting the same scene over right. and over again, like, that is sick, right? I know there. that apartment stank, I know Ooh. she stank, <laughs> <laughs> it looked like she didn't shower in days, maybe weeks, there's a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, I could see Got that. that crust and everything forming, like, just dance. Mm-hmm. Oh, Goldie. I never... Ooh. But <laughs> when we get further into the movie, she right. has a whole, yeah, a turnaround. And then we really see Goldie Goldie. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So she is then put in a psychiatric hospital. That's how much uh, Madeline has been on her brain. She's in a psychiatric hospital. <laughs> so she's in there in the group session, and they ask her if she wants to discuss something. And this is another scene I like. Where she pauses really long and they're waiting. And then she's like, I'd like to speak about Madeline Ashton. And they all freak out. Ah, oh, no, no. <laughs> the head nurse is like, really? Right. <laughs> so why did the psychiatric hospital remind me of Good Burger? Do you remember that part when oh. it was in the- <laughs> When they were doing that dance scene while It looks like the out. same space. Yes. I was like. It probably is. It probably is. I was like, wow. Good Burger. <laughs> I even I even paused the movie and I YouTube that scene just to see and there's a lot of similarities. It is. There. The, oh wow! I, hmm. I'm not saying it is, but there's some similarities there. I gotta go back and watch Good Burger. I don't even remember that scene. What that, a famous dance number? 
I haven't seen Good Burger since. But Bootsy, was it Bootsy Collin and like Linda Cardellini's? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's the in that movie. She yeah, plays she... one of uh, the patients. I almost said crazy people, but no, she's. They call her the psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she has a okay. bird on her head. That's what I'm gonna watch tonight. Good Burger. When we get off here, when I get back from the airport, I'm putting Good Burger on because I don't remember it. I love so, that movie. That is. <laughs> That's good. I literally only remember him being like, "Is that racist or some shit like that?" In that movie, but I don't remember. It's because I'm black. So the head nurse is like, "Really, bitch? Really? We still talk? You've been here six months. You still talking about Madeline Ashton? I need you to get it together." So she's, I you know when you're being like um, lectured to and you're not really paying attention. She has like that glazed look over her face. <laughs> Yeah, and then she says you need to eliminate, and she was gonna say like eliminate her out of your life and blah blah blah. But she, as soon as she said eliminate, she was like, "You're right." So it just clicked in her head. I need to kill this bitch. That's what I need to do. <laughs> I think Helen is a fire sign. Honestly, oh yeah, Madeline's a Leo. It's it's either she's a fire sign or she's a Scorpio because Scorpios is all about getting oh, revenge. Yeah. They all mm-hmm. are. oh we gonna mm-hmm. okay Scorpio. <clears throat> Madeline is definitely a Leo. A Leo? I see that. I see that. So now Helen had some newfound epiphany, and then we do another seven-year jump. So this is 14 years. (laughs) That is a lot of time. Uh, We see Madeline and Ernest together in their Beverly Hills home. They have clearly grown apart. Ernest drinks himself to sleep upstairs. Madeline is in this big-ass bed by herself. And their maid, I think her name was like Rose, she comes in to kind of wake her up. And then Madeline apparently forces her to tell her, what did she say to her? Oh, madam, you look younger every day. She wants her to tell her that every morning. (laughs) Oh, God. So they received an invitation to Helen's 50th birthday party called Forever Young. So it's a whole event, a whole shebang. Ernest is trying to sneak off to work without seeing Madeline. So, you know, they're like really just, they're not meshing well. And I could see mm-hmm. it. Madeline looks, she just seems like a lot to deal with, honestly. Uh-huh. And he seems like a pushover. Yeah. I remember when he was like leaving out the room and he was asking Rose, is it up yet? <laughs> or something. He called, <laughs> he called Madeline. It. I was just like, yo, is she that horrible? Well, I mean, could she be a sympathetic character? I don't know. We haven't seen her be like... I could see Helen being sympathetic yeah. towards her. But Madeline, she's just always been a mess. Um, so she wants to go to the spa because she, know, she wants to look her best. So she gets to the spa. We see that um, she wants to do a very special procedure. Actually, a dangerous procedure. And this French woman, I thought she was faking an accent. Me too. But I guess she was really, <laughs> she yeah. was really supposed to be French. It wasn't so she's good. telling her how dangerous it is, and you, you really don't want to do that. And then magically, this man appears. <laughs> and he, rem- so y'all did a leprechaun thing, so I wonder if y'all remember this. Leprechaun 3. Doesn't he kind of remind you of the magician? Fazio. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. who he reminded me of. Look-wise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Fazio is a little bit better looking, but yeah. Oops. <laughs> Hello? 
So the man appears and he sees that she is very desperate and money is of no object to her. So he gives her the car to, I believe her name is Lucille von Grumen. And we'll meet her later. And she's everything. Okay. Yes. So she's so dramatic. Yes. <laughs> I have a great comparison. And y'all two are perfect for this question, but we'll get there when we get to that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Ernest and Madeline arrive at Helen's birthday party. Uh, they see a woman from behind who they believe would be her body shape. And so Madeline is basically, oh, what was I worried about? And then she moves, and then we see Helen, and she has been putting in work. Or so we Snatched. Beast. She's been putting in work. Yes. And, um, you know, she had, like, a, I guess a Jenny Jones makeover. And if y'all are old enough to remember who that is, <laughs> that is the talk show host. Of the 90s. And um, anywho. So she tries to dip off without Helen seeing her because I guess she's a little embarrassed. She doesn't want to be seen as the now. She's not the quote unquote attractive friend. But of course she sees her and she's like, mad? (laughs) Help! Me and my friend do that. (laughs) That's how we greet each other. Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> and so they catch up. Helen reassures Madeline that she has no issues with her. And she blames Ernest for everything as far as the infidelity goes. Lies. Then, then <laughs> Helen goes to talk to Ernest and takes him over to the side and tells him the same thing, saying that she blames Madeline for everything. Mm. She's like, she's a woman. A woman, <laughs> Ernest. From Newark, for God's sake. Right. Like These, these lines. <laughs> yeah. I got to give the writers everything. These lines mm-hmm. are funny as fuck in this movie. Uh, so she's clearly learned manipulation, deception. She And she's learned, she's playing the long game. So she, she'd be good on Big Brother, Loki. Uh, you took the words um, right out of my mouth. I was about to say, she'll be great on Big Brother. She's very strategic. Very. Mm-hmm. And she plots and plans and she's like moves oh, yes. ahead of people. Yes. Madeline sees this, right? And so later that evening, she, you know, puts her little cute uh, sweatsuit on. <laughs> and then she leaves the house to go meet up with her little side piece, Dakota. And, you know, she gets there. She's feeling herself. But Dakota has another woman at his place. I would have fucking lost. <laughs> Even though he's a side piece, I still would have lost. Yeah, I mean, he's a side piece. It, that's what she get. You don't, you don't <laughs> do like, that. You could have at least lie better yeah right (laughs) well he and he's like yeah uh, it's nothing it's basically saying it's platonic and then you see her naked ass in the mirror (laughs) in his place and you know she's obviously upset and i would be too and then they start to argue and then he starts to bring up the fact that people say they look ridiculous together and then he tells her to find someone her own age. And I was through with him. That's when I would have lost it. I'd be like, bitch, what you say? And I would walk right up in that house, whip his ass and her ass for no reason. But you had no problem getting some coochie. Exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You don't talk to Meryl Streep like that, first of all. (laughs) How dare he? he? Is that the guy from The Stand? The one who was the musician walking through New York? Uh, I just do not know. He kind of resembled him a little bit. But, um, yeah, he was rude as fuck. And then it very dramatically starts to pour rain as she's upset. Oh, okay, okay. 
So she she takes off in a car dramatically. She's crying as it's pouring rain. <laughs> and then she looks in the mirror and then she like Screams. scares herself basically. She's startled <laughs> at what she looks like in the mirror. She just immediately stops the car. No matter who's driving that nearby her, behind her, it, it, that didn't matter. All she saw was, I look hideous right now crying. <laughs> so she goes with her purse. She takes up her ripped card for Liesel van Krumen. That name's going to kill me. Trying to I, just, I just call her Lisa. Liesel? I think Lisa. it's Liesel, but I call her Lisa. <laughs> Not you give it a whole new name. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a call. What? Well, we'll think of a name. Lisa. Okay, we'll go with Lisa right now. <laughs> so she <laughs> she's looking at the card, and then we cut to Helen's petty ass. She's now <laughs> practicing lines in the mirror to try to trick Ernest. So she's like spraying her eyes with something to make it look like she's crying or was. And she's like, Madeline, I need to speak to Madeline at once. And then she didn't <laughs> like that first time, so she tried it again and again until she got it right. Helen is. I love Helen. Yeah, she's great. I like she this. I like this version of um, Helen. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, before <laughs> all this stuff happened, she was fine. But I like this deceiving, revengeful version of her a lot more. She is bananas. Like yeah. she, this whole con- concocted this whole plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Madeline pulls up to an enormous mansion and is escorted to see Lisa Lucille. Van I'm going to call her Van Groomen. And so <laughs> Van Groomen explains that they are creatures of the spring and you won't catch her dead being anywhere in the winter or autumn, I believe she said, which I'm assuming that means cold weather does something to your skin. Probably. Like it dry- yeah, it dries it out maybe. Mm, okay. Helen Moisturize. Yes, maybe, moisturize y'all. See, see, maybe it's different because you know, you know what? No, go ahead, Michael. I'm sorry. I'm about to say something rude. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Oh, see, yeah. Let me go on ahead. And just moisturize. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Is just moisturize, y'all. Yeah, y'all. I'm just finding out. Like, ooh, this is a new year. Last year, that there's like a whole five, six, seven step process to moisturizing. I didn't know that shit. Grow it up. That's a lot. Do you know how much money that is to get all them products? I just give me some cocoa butter and Vaseline, please. <laughs> Vaseline, I hear t- Vaseline doesn't hurt you at all, <laughs> skin wise. So basically, it just adds like a, a a sealer, I guess. So it locks in whatever you put on. I use um, what is it? Uh, fuck, I can't think of it. Witch hazel, witch hazel. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. Like I wash my face. And then I moisturize. I use two different moisturizers. And then I use Twitch Hazel for lead. And then I'm toned. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Y'all do have good skin. Whatever y'all are doing is working. I use Beulene from Catwoman. Um. Oh. 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 Wow. Okay. okay. We're not going to so talk ha- about that movie. Catwoman is amazing. It's fun. <laughs> It's a good time. It is a good time. And you have yeah. Benjamin Bratt in it. Yeah. Sharon Stone. Holly yes. Berry. Yes. Francis Convoy, um, American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. See. Belle Noir. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Beautiful gowns. 
going to pretend he didn't say that. Okay, so <laughs> Helen shows up to the Menville's home, and then she basically seduces Ernest. So she's like, <laughs> even this is so like dramatic. She turns around, drops her uh, shawl or whatever the fuck that was in her bag. She starts kissing all on him. <laughs> it's just, it's a whole. I might steal that though. I oh, and try to wait, was that. this the part when she was just like talking about like you know you're sensual and sexual, and she kept yes. saying sex, sex, <laughs> sex, <laughs> sex. I was like, all right, girl, he get it, sex. Sensual. That's <laughs> right? my favorite. Sexual. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Ed. Sex. Sex. It reminds me of, like, friends when Monica was like, seven. Seven. It does sound like that. Seven. Sex. 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 Sexual. Let me stop. I'm good. We, we we cut back to Von Roman and Madeline. Oh, God. Now I'm going to fuck up Madeline's name. <laughs> Madeline. Madeline. <laughs> and Madeline. Madeline. Ashton. 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 And so she mentions how cruel it is that we have, you know, a sliver of a taste of youth and then it's taken away from us as we age. And I agree with that shit. Um. So she reveals a potion, and I really wanted this bottle when I was younger. Like, mm-hmm. it's just very fancy looking. I mean, it really looks like something perfume would be in. Yeah. And she reveals the potion to Madeline and asks her to guess her age, right? What age do y'all think she was? Because I felt like Madeline was giving her higher ages. I was like, she does not look 38. She gave me, like, uh, like thirty. I don't know. Like when it comes to people age, it's kind of hard to tell. But I would say like early thirties, late twenty. I can't fit a specific age. But she tried it when she said thirty eight. You seen the look on Lisa's face? She was like, <laughs> <laughs> That's, and then she's like twenty eight. <laughs> Three, twenty-three. She does the thing everybody does when like somebody makes that face and you mess up their age. Right. And then Lisa was like, I am 71 years old. Right. But that's still a compliment. Like you she said right. 38. Like, and she's really 70, what? 71, you said? So 71. Yeah. yeah. So I mean She I tried mean, to 38, 38 to her. 38 though. is still young, y'all. 38 yeah. is still fucking young. Yeah. All right. So the potion stops the aging process if you drink it um you will never grow a day older so madeline asked for the price and she's like vet i'm tired of this so what's (laughs) what do i need to do so lucille says something that i think every entrepreneur should say when they're asked about the prices of their product she said the sordid topic of coin i'm afraid is not so simple I was like, yes, that's a very dramatic way of saying, bitch, you're going to be paying me for this quality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want my money. So y'all right. need to, and she changes the price based on the person. That was the other thing. Yeah. So Lucille gives her a price, which Madeline was like, I ain't got it. Mm-mm, let me get up out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so Lucille grabs her uh, hand and then takes her little dagger, which I also wanted. And then stabs a little prick on her finger and then puts a little bit of the potion. And then her hand stards to become youthful. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, okay, I'll cut the check. 
Okay. <laughs> so you take check. Yes. <laughs> but can we talk about how Lisa looked? That whole outfit. Yes. Yes. Woo. That outfit. She's like, like, that and the way she put off. that, she put the dagger like when she used it, she just slipped it like mm-hmm. onto her hip. I was like, I know that's right. Yes. yes. I was like, yes. you clothes fuck up your skin too. <laughs> She's not wearing anything really. No. She just likes to be naked. And child, if I had that body, I would be naked all the time too. Right. I, I feel that. And I want them oh, jewels. Oh, this thing? Oh, I want those to cover my breasts, all them jewels she had in <laughs> yeah. that little slit. It was a whole mood. A whole mood. And uh, <laughs> so she agrees to pay. And then Lucille says she's, well, she gives her the rules. So basically, it needs to remain a secret, never make it to the public. She can continue her career for 10 years, but then she must disappear from the public. For, I should have been doing this in her. Forever. <laughs> Before anyone suspects, I think that's bullshit, though. Like, I will be upset because ten years is not a long time if you think about it. Um, as far as like maybe more, yeah, but yeah, but I still feel like that's not enough if you're an actor. You know what I mean? And I mean, I I understand she's older, but it's just like, well, damn, like after ten years, I'm supposed to disappear in my fucking career for this shit. So it's just, I don't know. That's a good point. Why I would think now what she could have done have Ernest give her makeup to make her look older i mean he, she would have had to like tell him what was going on mm. but um i don't know i don't I, I, it's 10 years and then disappear and do what where she runs out of money she could do voice work yeah i guess mm. so yeah write a write a bunch of books write a book yeah, yeah. okay do, start a podcast <laughs> oh that would have been imagine madeline ashton with a podcast Ooh. <laughs> I would subscribe <laughs> real it would quick. It would, she'd be talking mad shit. Oh, my. oh yeah. Oh, she'll be like the Wendy Williams of the night. Yo, I was just about to say that. Yes. Y'all like in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I would live. I would live. Oh my god. Oh shit. Um let me see. Madeline pays and then she downs the potion. And then after she drinks it, Lisa was like, and now a warning. And she was like, a warning now? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be upset too. Why are you giving me a warning after the fact, after I drink it? See, that's what Madeline fucked up. You need to be asking all the questions. Like, what's going to happen? And I have a question for y'all, actually. Mm-hmm. Knowing what we know, would you drink the potion? What would happen if you take half a potion or a tablespoon? A tablespoon. That's well. I was thinking like she was putting a little bit in them already on the hand. So I'm like, if they drink half, I don't know. Why is it just the foot? Why do they have to drink the foot? I'm assuming they measured this and tested it out or something. But I don't know. I don't know if I. (laughs) I want to say yes, but then at the same time, I think I'll regret it. Yeah, same. It's just, especially given what happened in this movie to them and just their amount of upkeep and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, that only happened to them because they died, you know, and then that's uh-huh. when they were. So, I mean, I had to try my best not to die. So I won't, <laughs> that, so that stuff won't happen to me. But I don't know. It's just that type of stuff don't come with consequences. And I don't know if I'd be able to keep up and handle it. 
I agree. I, so when people do ask if you want to be immortal, you know, in our geek groups and stuff, mm-hmm. I, at first it's like, of course, why not? But then when I really think about it, I'm like, okay, can I kill, be killed in any way or I'm literally just alive until the end of time? Right. So if that's, it's a no for me. It is yeah. a no. Like, see, that's the thing with like vampires too, because when I was younger, I always wanted to be like a vampire and live forever and stuff. But when you get in, when you get deep into vampires, they're literally watching everybody that they love die. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. and they're like living forever and they're going through, I guess, I guess they probably get desensitized after a while, but I don't think I will be able to handle that. Like watching my mom die and then all the people I fall in love with die. And, you know, and you go through the cycle over and over again. It just, that would be too much for me. I'm an emotional person, so. Right. Yeah, I don't think Agreed. I'd be able to do that. And then you'd have to deal with people for the rest of your life. Although, every time they remake a movie, we get to see all of them. Because I do, every time they announce a movie, I'm like, Lord, let me live to this day a movie comes out just to say something (laughs) happy. I would hate, hate for something to happen before the Marvel Universe ends or the MCU ends. I need to see the end of that shit before I go. That's all I ask. Well, you're not going anytime soon, so shut up. Well, you know what I'm saying. So she downs the potion. She tells her the warning that you need to take care of yourself because this is the only body you got. But she doesn't really delve too deep into what she means by that. She should have been like, if you hurt your body, that is it. I can't do nothing else to help you. Which, ooh, maybe she doesn't wear a lot of clothes because she could snag it on something and maybe fall or hurt herself. Yeah. Rip a... Rip something or whatever. Hmm. True. And she got dogs. I'm like, I love them, but those, if they decide to scratch you, because you know dogs like to bite, even if it's playfully. So, I don't know. She probably got good. Like, they probably don't really come near her. She got them well trained. Yeah. Yeah. They were on the elevator and they immediately came over. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, So she does a little celebration. What does she say? Siempre viva. Live forever. (laughs) (laughs) So that means she is now inducted into the little group. So Madeline, she's about to leave. She walks over to the mirror, prancing and shit. And she looks in it. She doesn't really see a change yet. But immediately her skin starts to look younger. Her ass and her uh, breasts lift. And they make a popping noise. It goes... Then she was like, Oh, I'm cute. Or what she said, I'm a girl. She said, I'm a girl. <laughs> so now we cut to Helen and Ernest, and they are full on kissing up on this couch. And uh, Helen, still manipulating, still deceiving, she uh, reveals that Madeline has been having an affair and that everyone knows. And they were talking about it at the party and everything. This is what I'm saying the big brother shit. She would be so good at that. Mm. Um, <laughs> planting seeds everywhere yeah and he's like well i could leave her i could get a divorce she's like a divorce in california which i guess california the spouse gets 50 percent of the marital assets and then 40 percent. i think what's the other shit 40 percent of spousal income Mm. damn Ooh, yeah so it's 
I heard the phrase "it's cheaper to keep us," so that might be <laughs> that might be the uh, the route he needs to go. But she, of course, has a plan. Helen always has a plan. So she went down a whole detailed idea of what they need to do to kill her. And so Ernest, of course, is like, "Wait, you mean kill her? Kill her? Kill her? I hate her, but I don't want to do all that now. That's murder." Do you think that plan would have worked though? Because it was very like precise you had to do things timing there was a lot going on it was smart but i'm trying to think 1992 she is a big movie star although maybe not a-list anymore i don't know i don't know how it might have worked it might have or they would have pinned it on somebody black and uh been like well I mean, the whole, like, setup, though, was, like, hilarious to me. Like, when they put all the liquor bottles in the car, and so said she had a few <laughs> drinks. But it was, like, that fucking was 20 empty bottles. <laughs> I was she like, damn. alcohol all top of the car, everything. Like, <laughs> like, she's messy, but she's not that messy. Oh, man. right. <laughs> she drank 20 bottles of liquor and drive. And different types of liquor, too. Eh? Right. All white or all dark. Yeah. <laughs> it might have worked. She's spent 14 know. years, so she's done her research. I believe it would have worked. Okay. So <laughs> he obviously hesitates, but eventually, you know, he's a punk. So he agrees to go along with this and to kill Madeline. Um, And they justify it by saying... That she's killing him slowly, so it's self-defense, technically. Right? That makes sense. Mm. And then Madeline arrives home. She's really feeling herself walk straight upstairs. (laughs) She's like, I know I look good. I would, And then she's basking Mm. in her newfound youth, put her little pink scarf. I don't know what the fuck that shit was. It was like a, a, not a shawl, but it was like a mesh type of. Oh, it was cute, though. It was. I don't know. In like elementary school in gym, we used to do juggling with like scars. That's yeah. the kind of texture it is. Same. She had like a little black cat suit on and she was wrapping herself up in the pink scarf mm-hmm. and she was leaving. And then Ernest starts an argument with her. And I think he's being a hater because he saw how good she looked. So he wanted to come up there popping shit. And yeah, I don't like him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he I mean, calls her cheap. And she calls him flaccid. Yeah. So <laughs> she called him a boozy, flaccid clown. And then it just kept escalating and escalating. <laughs> I was like, ooh, this feels like a real fight. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he starts choking her. Good. Choking her about. Because, <laughs> oh. <laughs> look, I, I, I'm not a fan of Ernest either, but she was saying a lot of shit. And I'm pretty sure all the shit he had to put up with throughout the years. Mm hmm. Mm. I think as a man, I can understand the hurt mm-hmm. if somebody were to say that to me. However, <laughs> I wouldn't kill her though, but I would just, you know, just girl, I would just give her I a good would, cursing out. That's it. Yeah, she a cursing it. out is yeah. fine. But he, he grabbed her. So at that point, it's like, you got to take him out. Um, <laughs> so he's like, and he's like really choking it. It's not like a light one. And then he has her at the staircase. <laughs> And then he kind of realizes, like, I'm really about to kill her. So he lets go. And then she's like, 
almost about to fall down the stairs. And then he slowly is about to help her. And then she starts, you know, talking her little shit. Hurry up, you wet. <laughs> every t- Wait, like every time in this movie when he's about to do the right thing, she says something. She and then he's up. like, fuck it. Right. He's like, fuck it. <laughs> so he taps her and then she falls down the steps, breaking her neck. I mean, oof. I counted how many stairs was on that staircase. Damn, Ash, how many? Like, before the edibles kicked in, I counted like 32, 33. <gasps> Ooh. Okay. That's. Mm. That was a lot of steps, though. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. How would y'all, if y'all would push down steps, how would you try to survive? Like, would you ball up and try to, like, like how would you survive that? Well, given how she was falling backwards. Mm. I'm not too sure. Maybe that's what she was trying to do, and maybe it was too late because her head—I mean, her neck already hit. Her broken. head was like, Bow. yeah. Ooh. So I don't know, but I would try to like go that's on my side and then roll. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, at that point, I would rather crack a rib than yeah. my neck. So <laughs> true. Or you could spider walk down. Like, <laughs> Yo, imagine that. <laughs> That would have been a whole other movie if she started doing that. <laughs> they should have did that in Scary Movie. <laughs> they should have played out Ooh. the scene and all of a sudden, oh. <laughs> instead of she just spider walk, <laughs> start talking bullshit, <laughs> talking more shit. <laughs> okay, Ernest, but that's perfect please. because Ash, I know that's your movie. You love yes. action. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that walk wasn't in the like theatrical one, the right? Because I remember I was like, I have not seen this scene before. What is? <laughs> The version you've never seen the, before. It was in that version. That to this day, that's the scene. I'm like, ooh, I can't even look at it. Let me get to the next one. Uh, okay. So Ernest panics. You know, he calls Helen. He's clearly not a criminal. So he calls her and she's like, Did you call the police? No. Damn you idiot. <laughs> Is it not gonna look suspicious that you called me instead of the right. the cops? And then she's like, didn't we have a plan? Like, she sounds like his mother, basically, to me. He's like, we went over this three times, did we not? And you went against the plan. That, that literally the same night. The same night. Mm-hmm. So as they're going back and forth, she is, again, she's on it. She's making a new plan. You're going to tell her you were on the phone with me, with the cops that you were on the phone with me, and that you heard her scream, and that she fell down the stairs. <laughs> and as they're talking, we see Madeline getting up in the background stumbling over all right so and then as she i remember watching this as a kid that part freaked me out because <laughs> every mind because i knew something was going to happen because no movie like focus on a person you see you see some shit in the background like i said all right let me keep watching this background because i know something's going to happen and just seeing how she got up and her limbs were moving and then like her head was all <laughs> fucking twisted i was like yo and then i thought we watching it we watching the movie to prepare for this i said this remind me of uh who framed roger rabbit a little bit but lo and behold, um, Robert Zemeckis directed this. He also oh, he did, did Who Framed Roger Rabbit as well, I believe. So mm-hmm. if he didn't direct it, I know he was a part of it. So there's some Looney Tunish type of humor in it. <laughs> yeah, I remember, like, for some reason, I used to watch this movie a lot as a kid. And, like, watching it, this was, like, my first time watching it since I was, like, like since I grew up. So it was like a whole like rewatch as a like with an adult mindset. But I like to this day always remember her falling down and like her neck being twisted. That was the 
only thing I can remember about this whole movie. <laughs> and I was just like, why? Why? Like, what's wrong with her? Right. It's creepy. I don't remember anything else. It is. Yeah. And she walks up on him, and you just see how twisted her day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, ooh, okay, yeah. all right. And so, obviously, he screams because she's like, "You pushed me down the stairs." <laughs> so he's screaming. They're going back and forth. She doesn't even realize what's going on, even though she's stumbling. And so he tells her to look at herself. She looks down, and she can see her ass by just looking downward. So clearly something wrong. Ass. Yes. <laughs> so she's um, telling him to twist her head back around. He doesn't want to do it, which I understand because I, I wouldn't be able to do that. And so she twists it back and then wants to go to the hospital. I, when I first saw this, I thought this was going to go a different way. I thought that organization and Lisa were going to come after them because she went to the hospital and they were going to find something out. Yes. I actually like that. If they were, if they are going to remake this, I would like it to be that way to like make it more of like a not just a funny thing, but also more of a dramatic and because one thing I will say just because I know I'm jumping up, you know a little bit ahead, but we don't get to the juicy stuff until like pretty much the end of the film, like when they're already like zombies, you should say, and then mm-hmm. the stuff with Liesel and like them chasing uh. Um, earnest and stuff like that and then the movie's like going off in the next five minutes I'm like damn I wish we had more of this throughout the movie Yeah. so in the remake I would like to see more action with Liesl and crew and that would be dope I like that idea so they get to the hospital he runs into the uh, fucking ambulance and runs inside the doctor's seeing her now and He's checking, like, what, her pulse, her heartbeat, her temperature. He's looking at her, um, like, her reflexes. He's checking her wrists because it's fractured in multiple places, and she feels no pain. So he's a little freaked out by this <laughs> because she should be dead. Right. Why are you speaking? And um, something's not right here. Yeah. And so it also reminds me of Return of the Living Dead. So I'm happy that you used that because remember the scene when they were checking? Um, mm-hmm. um, was it Freddie and the other dude? I think was it Ernie or the other? No, it wasn't Ernie. I forgot his name. Well, anyway, the two guys and they was just like they had no pulse. You know their temperature is down. So I, I like that tie-in. Like literally, the only difference is they're not eating brains, and they don't seem to feel pain. Mm. Yeah, and it was the Although, opposite on return because they had to eat people to make the pain go away. Mm. So. so those are the only thing, but those can be tweaked. Mm-hmm. I still think that the theory works. <laughs> uh, so the doctor leaves the room, and Ernest determines, okay, you shouldn't be alive. You are like um, something right here. So he goes to look for doc, a doctor, and everybody else seems to be busy. I feel like the other doctor had a damn heart attack because it seems he looked like the one on the in the damn room being worked on by yeah. the doctor. Yeah. So he knew that what was, was him, right? I think it was him. Yeah, that he was, was him. She was a zombie. He, yeah. So he passed out. Because <laughs> he took a drink out of Ernest's flask, and then he was popping some shit, and then he went out, and the next thing you know, <laughs> they're like working on him, trying to revive his ass. Oh, my God. Okay, so he goes back to the room, and Madeline is gone. So I believe the doctor, she tells him, oh, she's, she's gone, baby. We put her in the morgue. 
<laughs> right. So he's like, she's going to be so mad at me. <laughs> so he goes down to the morgue. Now, this little scene before he gets in there with the nuns who look like they're floating. They're like gliding. I was like, I don't remember this part. <laughs> I did not remember it at all. I was like, some. I was like, maybe they're not really nuns or ghost nuns or something. I wasn't really understanding that, but whatever. It was really interesting, <laughs> and it didn't add to anything. It's like, why do you have these nuns that you can't really see them? They're all gliding at the same pace. So, is it, it also was... a part of the Conjuring universe? Oh, gosh. possible. <laughs> I'm possible. always looking for links. Always <laughs> connection. All right, so Ernest goes to the morgue and uh, he finds Madeline and believes she is a miracle. He brings her home uh, and Helen is spying on on them from outside. I don't know how, I guess Madeline's passed out, but I was like, clearly somebody's car is in front of y'all house. Y'all don't see this? So she's spying on them and she does like a slayer move across over the fence for their big ass gate. Yes. And goes to spy on them further, and he sees the body being carried out. He, she falls to the ground because the car starts up again. He almost runs her ass over, and then she follows him to see that he's getting like formaldehyde. So he's then trying to put her body not back together again, but change the color of her skin to give her a tan. <sighs> okay. <laughs> He's giving her a tan. Madeline's still talking shit. He goes downstairs, and then he sees Helen. And then Helen's like, what is going on? So you bring a body over here. I hope you're not fucking this body. Are you doing any weird shit over here? I need to know. Because you got me caught up in some shit now. This is not how it's supposed to go. That's not her lines verbatim. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) That's me as Helen in my head. So... um, They are discussing, or she's discussing burying Madeline because she doesn't believe that Madeline is alive. So they want to bury her. I believe they said Death Valley. And as they're going back and forth, you see Madeline is upstairs and she overhears them talking about plotting to kill her. <laughs> so she like scratches into the pillar upstairs. I, I had the nails. biggest chuckle when that happened. I said, you, could you just see the... Just... <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny to me. This is a funny. If y'all have not seen, this is a funny ass movie. Y'all need to go watch. I know it was on Stars. Yeah. Um, and if not, it's like three ninety nine on Amazon, I think. But it's funny as fuck. Y'all need mm-hmm. to check this out. They are, well, Matt Helen is still talking to Ernest, telling him what needs to be done. And if she's if she's upstairs, you tell her to come down here and kiss me on the. And then <laughs> Madeline's like, "Kiss you on the what?" <laughs> and I was like, "Ooh, it's gonna get good." It's gonna there get we go. So good. Madeline knows they were, have been plotting her murder. So she goes and disappears for a second, and Ernest goes to check up on her. And we notice a cabinet with guns is missing one gun. Mm-hmm. And then she shoots the fuck out of hell. In her stuff. All right, so I literally laughed so hard because the way she flew <laughs> across into that pool. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that shit was so funny. I was like, and then I er- Ernest scream as she gets yeah. shot in the body. <laughs> right, the, way, like... the way he screams in this movie is hilarious too. Right. Oh my god. So now 
Helen is dead, or so we think. Right? Mm-hmm. So now, now Ernest is planning with Madeline to get rid of Helen's body. He's, su- he's such a punk. He's hopping back and forth, his flip floppy ass. Ooh. I- <laughs> so now they're planning to go bury her. And as they're pulling out the tarp and everything else, we see Helen's body rise up out of the pool with a big ass hole in her stomach, mm-hmm. or where her stomach should be. Is that my washing machine? Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't hear nothing, Mike. Okay. Uh-oh. Now I hear so, something. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> but that's because you're quiet when you're talking. I didn't hear oh, oh, God. This is why I don't like being alone in this damn house. <laughs> so. They're obviously scared because now Helen is alive and walking towards them and talking. She, her eyes scare the fuck out of me, by yeah. the way. Goldie Hawn's yeah. eyes in this movie. So, did I'm her like, eye... are they really that blue? Right. Or was her eyes like that before she died? Or just how they look so. after? <laughs> because I feel like afterwards, I don't think her eyes, I don't okay. remember her eyes looking anything. She looked like. The um, villains in Xena, when they would become yeah. gods, like the blonde. Yeah. And her eyes would look crazy different. That's what she looked like. So why her eyes changed and not, uh, was it, mm. um, Madeline, when she died? The water? You know what I mean? Like, what was the difference? I was just about to say that. Maybe the water? The water. You saw how she flew She was in, in there for like 2.5 seconds. <laughs> the air hit her you eyes. You the air? <laughs> When she hit the water, it was like, yeah, it changed her eyes. By ears, I can't. (laughs) Like, you saw how fast she flew back. It was probably like, (laughs) (laughs) it rolled her eyes back. I need whatever shotgun that was, by the way, because that was. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) That was powerful. (laughs) It was a powerful one. (laughs) Ernest. Thinks it's another miracle, right? And then Matt's like, shut up, shut the hell up. It's not no miracle. <laughs> so she's, you know, suspecting, okay, I'm not dead. She's not dead. Something's up. So let, she goes to walk over to her. She sees she has the pendant that was given to her by Liso van Hoomen. And she's like, you took the potion. And then Helen's like, well, you took the potion. So they're going back and forth about who took it first, who didn't really need it beforehand, look wise, and all of that. And then they start having a shovel fight. <laughs> well, actually, Helen hits Madeline with the shovel in the head. Her On guard, bitch. Flying back. Yes. So they're fighting with the shovels. Ernest is, just takes his drink and goes upstairs because he's kind of fed up. And they're basically trying to kill each other, which they cannot. So they sit down and they have a conversation. A lot of Decades old conversation, probably. So, Helen thought Madeline was cheap, and Madeline would intentionally hurt her. And they got over their problems like that, and they decided to be friends again. So, um, they go up to Ernest and they tell him everything's fine, we're things are good. Um, we just need you to touch us up a little bit. And Ernest is like, look, I'm getting the fuck up out of here because mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. 
I have no idea what's happening. Why aren't y'all dead? But um, he pat. He's like, I'll fix y'all up, and then I'm out of here. Don't look for me. Don't ask about me. Don't don't follow me. Don't fo- follow me on none of these social medias or any of that. Mm-hmm. The only great decision he made <laughs> in this fucking movie, right. <laughs> and even go through with it. I mean, I understand he was trying to, but mm-hmm. so. They decide, and then after he touches them up, they're like, "Oh, look, we look great. He is a brilliant man, but what are we going to do when he leaves? What if we need more touch-ups? What if one of us breaks something?" And again, they are plotting. That's because that is the point of the movie. Apparently, there have been so many different plans. They're like, "We need to take him to have the potion," and they're like, "He's not going to do that." So we got to drug him, obviously. Although the funny part was, Helen was like, "I respect the fact that he won't take it. Let's drug him." <laughs> right. <laughs> of course, it came out of Helen's mouth because mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> so it's all about some, it. They put something in his drink, and he has a revelation as he's walking away about life, and he's going to go live. And he technically fulfilled his vows: death to you part, and they are dead. Um, and he decides to not drink anymore either, so can't be drugged. So they bust him upside the head with a vase. Both of them do, actually. And then he wakes up at Lisa Van Thruman's mansion <laughs> at the pool. <clears throat> and she's still naked. Uh, well, she's swimming. So she's naked. Mm-hmm. She comes out. And they put, I don't know what the fuck this is, some white getup on her. This big ass dry her off. Which I love. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a robe. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, it, it kind of is. It kinda, it, it's a fancy robe. I want with one. a big collar. I want one. I, wonder, I want the collar. It just I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it looks it looks awesome to me. I want one. I wonder if we can find one of those. Yes. I if I find one and if it's not that expensive, I promise I will buy it and I will wear it and I will give my best Liesel oppression that I can. I'll even get a wig and a bob. Just, you're scared as hell. <laughs> she would be the perfect cosplay or costume for Halloween. Right. Mm-hmm. That would be fun if we, when we all do meet up, we all pick a character we want to be from any whatever movie we want to be, and, mm-hmm. and then we just play the characters while we're hanging out and drinking and shit. <laughs> that would be fun. I would not be able to keep a straight. <laughs> I would be out of character one hundred percent of the time. I'm sure. So. <laughs> We could, you could do Liesel. So I need to get my body together first. I want to show some edge and stuff. So if I need, to, if I'm gonna be wearing that and showing like cleavage, I need to I, look. <laughs> I need to get it together. So all right, we need to set that trip up when y'all decide y'all gonna try to prank people. We need to do that as well. <laughs> so Ernest is now in Liesel's mansion. And she starts to give him her best sales pitch that she could. And it is actually working on him. He's, he's, he gets stabbed with the, the dagger, the potion on his finger. He sees how youthful his hand looks and also how it works with him being a surgeon. I think that also kind of had, he was like, I could go back to the work I was doing before versus what I'm doing now, which I think he works on dead bodies now. Mm. Kind of like six feet under what they were doing in that show. Yeah. And um, 
So he's about to drink it. And then she says, live forever. Siempre viva, live forever. And then he's, and he thinks about it like we were like, forever? Like, like forever? 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 <laughs> and then it's like, who the fuck, who am I hanging out with? Madeline and Helen? Uh-uh, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not drinking this. Nope. And it made me wonder, like, has anybody turned her down? Because the way she reacted, it was very just like, get him, kill him. Yeah. Get rid of him. So he, he's trying to escape. And uh, Helen and Madeline see him. And they're like, he still looks like shit. Oh, yeah, because he has the... Because um, <laughs> they see him with the potion. And that's when they're like, oh, he still looks uh, like shit. They, <laughs> that shows that he didn't take it. <laughs> So as he's trying to escape to the roof, he's ch- chased by the two dogs, almost bit up. And then he realizes to get to the exit, he asks, which is weird. The exit was at the top of the house across from the roof. There's an exit yeah. sign. But anyway. That mansion is weird. So the, it's like a Resident Evil mansion. Yeah. Complication. Now, and real quick, like I would low-key live to see another version of this movie it, if he did take the potion. And it would be like mm. a Three's Company type of thing. Oh my God. <laughs> but a more fucked up version because you're zombies technically, so. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. Yeah. And they're both goofy as hell. Well, they're, yeah, I mean, Three's Company's goofy, this movie's goofy. This one would just be more shady and, um, I guess, gross. I'm, I'm thinking Golden Girls, but it's with Ernest. Oh, God. <laughs> so Helen, Helen is Blanche, or is Madeline Blanche? I would say Madeline. But... Madeline, because she steals men. Yeah, so, and she and she stresses about her age and her look. Mm-hmm. So yes, Madeline is Blanche. Helen would be Dorothy, and I guess Ernest would be Rose. I guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So he's like, okay, for me to get over to the exit, I got to cross over this roof. Which, looking at it, I was like, I'm not doing this. So (laughs) I'm not about to do that. But he decides to get up on the roof and starts to slide over. And he's actually doing well. And again, who is the one fucking him up? Madeline and (laughs) Helen, they come out the door, scream his name, and then he slips because he's distracted. And he's hanging on by his suspenders <laughs> off a piece of the house that's hanging off the side. So he's literally hanging on by a thread. And so they tell him, look, drink, drink the potion and you'll live. If you don't, you're going to die. So and it kind of is working in their favor. And as he's about to drink it, I think it's Madeline who says some shit again. <laughs> I forgot what she said. She's like, you, you have to. Right. We need, we need you. You have to. Something, 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 yeah. something. And he's like, oh, no. So he drops the potion. (laughs) And he tells him goodbye. And then he falls into the uh, glass ceiling and then into the pool. He escapes the house. They go back to the house to look for him and he's not there. And then we do a 37-year time jump to his funeral. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess he's a preacher? A preacher? Yeah. The person giving the eulogy shot. Yeah. So he like is way. basically saying, we don't know what 
Ernest's life was before he was 50 because his life didn't start until he was 50 years old when he met his wife and had six kids. And as he's running down his life story after that, you see two figures in the black with like uh, black gowns and a veil on. Mm-hmm. And they're basically laughing at the pamphlet with, with <laughs> his face. <on. laughs> like laughing at his funeral. Madeline ain't shit. Okay. <laughs> neither, <laughs> neither one of them are at this point. <laughs> uh, so Helen, she notices something's going on with her skin, so she needs a touch-up, which it makes me wonder, like, what have they been going through for 37 years if they've only been touching each other up this whole mm-hmm. time? So they forgot a can of spray paint, I think? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. like acrylic something. Yeah. And so, as they're bickering back and forth, uh, the preacher does say something about stories about the living dead or zombies in, mm-hmm. in L.A. Living forever, also. And so, they pause and turn around. And then he goes on to say his life, people are living through his children and blah, 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 blah. Which her response, Madeline's response was, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. blah. <laughs> Ask somebody's funeral, who does that? They do. <laughs> That shit had me cracking up. And they just like stroll out. And I'm like, you know what? They are, they are no good. <laughs> they are no fucking good. They deserve everything that happened to them. Oh, I blame Madeline. She tainted Helen. Helen was a good person before then. True, true. It's all her fault. But they continue bickering as they're walking down the stairs. Helen slips on the can of spray paint. And it's a, basically a reenactment of Ernest. And Madeline at the stairs again. So Helen's like, help me, pull me back up so I don't fall. And then Madeline's toying with the idea of letting her fall. I know, she was like, hmm. (laughs) So when Helen sees that she's basking in the idea of her death or not having her around, she yanks uh, Madeline's ass up. Like, yoke you up. If I'm falling, you fall. And so they both (laughs) fall down these steps, which it was a long time this fall. Wait, I died also, like, when she yanked her <laughs> the, the way um, Madeline was like, Ugh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, this fucking movie is insane. I love it, though. And I laugh at this, like, simplest shit like that, but them just falling down on steps and breaking apart, it was just, it was great. <laughs> so they're at the bottom, they're basically... I don't know how I would describe it. It's like Humpty Dumpty or Mr. Potato Head at the bottom of the stairs. Mm-hmm. Like Literally, their body parts are everywhere. But they're still alive. And Helen asks, do you remember where you parked the car? And that is the end. Mm-hmm. Like, they're still bigger. Do you remember where you parked the car? Right. <laughs> and their heads is just rocking. Just... Like, imagine being with your frenemy for eternity and neither of you can die. And you need to be around each other to survive. Mm-hmm. Is immortality worth it? Not this version of it. I don't think it. so. Mm-mm. So I'm you'd good. be okay with vampire as long as you can... If Either I want or. to, I'll go out in the sunlight. I'll go out in the sunlight if I want to go. Yeah. Alright, so if I was to choose between the two, even though I said... I said, oh, I don't know. Because, again, with this version, you have, there's a lot of up... Because you're like the undead. So there's a lot of upkeep that you have to do. You have to be very, uh, you know careful and then with vampires it's like the problem with that is nighttime you have to drink blood potentially have to kill people that's the way you're going to get it 
and watching people die, your loved ones die, you know, continuously. Um, if I had to choose, I would probably say Death Becomes Her. Like, I would choose, like, the undead in this one just because you don't have to do all of that. But vampires are so much sexier. But I would choose. Right. Yeah. I, I would just like to know, like, that I have options. Yeah. And it's to me, it seems like, like, with Death Becomes Her, like, they would be able to handle it, but they were just, like, so impatient and yeah. only thought about themselves that they forgot that they still have to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you look back, like, Helen was, she was able to True. take care of herself for several years until Best all second. this shit happens when she meets up mm, with Madeline You're and right. Husband. I forgot, because she did take Good it point. way before so, that Mad yeah. did. You're right. So Helen had experience. She knew mm-hmm. the rules. But it was just, like, mm-hmm. when the whole, like, Madeline came I, in. Madeline, and- like, the whole, the greed like the greed like that she has for that like try to make her life hell and all that stuff it made her dumb again and just forget <laughs> all the hard work that she put into yeah you're but, right i was thinking could you even have sex with that body like what if you get destroyed in that way as well uh, you could get scratched well skin could rip before, off before we um get it in <laughs> I'll tell my partner, be careful. <laughs> Do not just dis- try to destroy anything. Take your time. Nice and slow, like Usher. <laughs> um, and yeah. And if you go too fast, then there's a problem. Mm. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. I-, I don't think they would like wear and tear that easy. I think it's probably worse when you're dead and you're like i guess when you resurrected and then die, i think it becomes more of a yeah. thing yeah you know what i mean but if you don't die you're technically still alive it just so happened that they were dead so that's why they're decaying like this good point so i think they're technically still alive so i feel like they could still live a normal life have sex rough sex whatever they want to be as you know aggressive as they want but if you're dead and then try to do those things then it'll probably be a problem it was a good point y'all made because I for, I forgot Helen was had the potion for years mm-hmm. and nothing happened to her. And yeah, that's yeah. how she got snatched. <laughs> mm. I would have be like, I would have been like, um, can I have the option of being thick still, but look youthful? Mm-hmm. Can I do that? <laughs> I don't want to be that thin. I hear that. I guess it's probably genetics that plays a part of that. So if you're naturally like supposed to be thin, then maybe it'll just go that way. If you're supposed to be thick, you'll probably still be thick, but just everything will still go in its right places. Like what happened with, uh, I can't forget her name, Madeline. <laughs> so um, I can imagine a thick person, like maybe slimming down a little bit, but still thick. Because you know, black people are built differently. So it's just... Uh-huh. Yeah, I wonder she were there black people at that at that party she had. I I, I barely see it. Yeah, know. I'll probably see maybe one or two, maybe one or two. I think. Hmm. I had to double check. I thought <laughs> I thought I seen somebody <laughs> in the crowd. We're gonna have to investigate this because it's a very secret society, and they're very yeah. picky about the people they choose. That is true. So although they were gonna get Ernest, and she didn't even know him, they brought Ernest to her. Yeah. 
they probably made a deal with her like oh well if anything happened ernest can fix you right up or whatever he has this and so that's why i think she was okay mm. to like give it to him without anything so like okay he's a, a fixer-upper why didn't they find another plastic surgeon true they could have found somebody else i guess it's probably just more of an issue to search for one rather than somebody that you already know and they know your yeah. secrets and shit so it's probably easier for them but if they were great at what they did they could have fell in love with somebody else or maybe another plastic surgeon <laughs> um specifically helen because she is the you know the manipulator here the seductress and you know fall in love and then maybe sneak the potion into a drink get him out of here because she's already <laughs> planning on drugging people um and then he's immortal or whatever and then he can live forever patching them up for the rest of their lives hmm. see this is see, me and her would be a great team up i, I like that so <laughs> ash and i do believe in seducing villains mm-hmm. to get our way <laughs> what would y'all rate death becomes her and do you think this would serve well as a remake considering they're going to make it anyway but um ash you go first you the guess <laughs> out of what like five, five? Mm-hmm. Five daggers, five <laughs> bottles of potions. Potions. I would give this. This is tough. I'll probably give it like a three point seven five, close to a four out of five. Um, for some reason, I watched this a lot growing up, but like. I didn't remember much. Like, I remember, like, the scene of uh, Madeline falling down the stairs. Because, like, that's kind of dramatic. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're not supposed to see a person's neck twisting around like that. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a funny movie. And it's just, it's an easy watch. Um, the only thing I wish we could have learned more about, like, the history behind the potion. Like, how they came about with it. But, I mean... It's not that important, but it would have been nice. Uh, also, for some reason, like, as a kid, I always thought, uh, like, Ernest was the bad guy in this movie. Because I don't know why I imagine him as, like, the, ma- the mad sci- scientist behind mm-hmm. the potion and, like, the whole immortality. But, yeah, yeah. I I really enjoy this film. It's super funny. Um it makes me, it, I feel like the whole story behind it goes deeper because you have to think about like aging, uh, Hollywood, like uh, royalty, like well-known actors, actresses who are like struggling with the whole aging and want to find their uh, their youth again. And it's like uh, reading, like reading and hearing stories about like the classic Hollywood uh, celebrities who go through all these crazy like uh routines to stay remain youthful yep. so i have a feeling like that's where this story came about it's like old time hollywood like all this crazy shit they went through just trying to look cute and like young again but yeah i really yeah. like this movie i really do think this movie could be rebooted i didn't know there was a pop i didn't know there were- they went ahead and, and talked with uh, remake of this movie. I know there was going to be a, a musical hmm. for this. Uh, Chris, it was like back in 2017, I believe, and Chris, uh, Kristen Chenoweth was supposed to star in it. 
So I don't know if it got like stuck in production hell or hmm. maybe they're like still trying to like form everything together, but it will be really good. I feel like we could get a really a good solid story for the reboot. We have a lot of talented um talented like actors, actresses who could be in this movie, so yeah, I, I say go for it. Yes. Agreed. It's a word. And that definitely, I, I do see your point about it having a deeper meaning. It's low-key kind of brilliant. Uh-huh. Yes. Really, because it's true, the way they treat actresses in Hollywood. Not even just in Hollywood, just people in general just obsessed with their look, you know what I mean? And just the fear of aging. Like, some people are just not okay with it, so they just go ahead and get plastic surgery and Botox and all different types of stuff. So... Yeah. Um, well, for me, I give it a 3.5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I give it a 3.5. It's going to be a little higher for me. Um, but on this rewatch, it's just that I didn't realize like all the good parts was literally at the end, like I mentioned before in the beginning of this episode. I mean, the whole movie's great. But the parts that, you know, when they're already fighting and, you know, you get to that, all the good shit. Um, I I thought it was going to be more of that, but then by the time we got to that, it was super quick to me and the movie had ended. So I was just like, well, damn, I wanted more of this. But it was still a good time in the beginning with all the shade between uh, Helen and Madeline and things like that. So I enjoyed the movie. It's one of those childhood favorites of mine. I, like Ash, I remember watching it as a kid and not remembering certain things and thinking otherwise about the characters, but then watching it as an adult now is still just as fun and goofy and still creepy because I still can't get over just the <laughs> the nut twisted and stuff like that. But you have these like iconic actors playing these roles and just having a good time and I would love to see this remake. Like this is and I'm really iffy with remakes, but I feel like this one deserves a remake. And like to your point earlier, Michael, about like the whole um maybe if they had like a chasing with you know the situation with the potion and like the air said maybe more information about the potion i want to know what, where it came from mm-hmm. how it came about and you know i understand why is it why it's a secret but like what came like how this came about you know while why lisa is you know she's like did she make the potion did somebody pass it down to her like what's going on here so um yeah and that's my thoughts on this movie, and I give it a 3.5, and I would love to see a remake. Okay. How about you? I would love to see a remake as well. I don't know if it's going to have the same feel to it. They probably would have to try to just make it its own thing. Mm-hmm. But I do want to see a remake. I, I do agree. I want a little more action. Like, I low-key wanted... Madeline, when she became youthful again, to go back to Dakota's place and fuck him and that lady up. Because then it would have turned it into like a little more horror then. Like she goes and kills them, maybe. For some reason. But, um... Yes, and I think we know the origin. It's the zombie chemical. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I do want to know the origin of the potion. That's probably the biggest mystery of it. Like, so she had it 71 years ago. Back in 1992, I'm not doing the math. Yeah. So 1921, something like that. Um, which I'm assuming it was 
around before then. So I'm curious, like, where it's from, how long it's been around, who else has had it. Um, as far as a rating, I will give it four breast pops. Oh. I'll give it four. Like I was rewatching today, and it's been you know years since I've watched. All right, so she has two breasts, and you did three breast pops. I did three. (laughs) 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 You were struggling with that last. (laughs) (laughs) It was the it was the last ass cheek. It was trying the right one. It was trying to get up there. It was a struggle for that one. (laughs) Oh shit. Oh, <laughs> it's um, it's funny as fuck. It's the type of humor I like. There's not action in the beginning, but the 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 the, the shadiness I think carries it over a decent amount. Um, it's it's fun to quote lines with friends. Um, it could be a drinking game, really. Every time somebody gets insulted, you do a shot. But I give it oh, four. Oh, we be done. Yes. <laughs> 20 bottles of liquor in the car. Mm-hmm. That's how much we'd be drinking. But I, w- <laughs> I would definitely recommend this as a watch if no one has seen it. Show your kids. Yeah. We'll recommend Teach that. them what flaccid means. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So before we go, I want to compare Liesl. So, because she was just given all types of dramatic. And being as though that both of you have seen this movie, Michael, I believe this one is your favorite. Ash, this is becoming your new favorite. Um, in Troll 2, with Miss um, <laughs> 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 <Ms>. Credence. <laughs> Who gave more of a dramatic performance? Oh. Lisa or Credence? <laughs> Don't you do this to me. Oh. <laughs> because, you know, I was watching her and I'm just like, wow, she really, she's going there. It's very camp. It's very camp. And both of these characters, I mean, unrelated, but I don't know. Go with Liesel. Okay. I mean, the whole, like, the whole dagger scene, she whips out the dagger and puts it back, like, to her hip. And then when we're introduced to her again, like, when she's swimming and she gets out the pool, she has one of the servants, like, dry her off and then another servant to dress her up. Mm-hmm. And, like, even the, she even got the dog's whip, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I just felt like, like you could dry yourself, or maybe, maybe there is a reason why she couldn't. Maybe she would end up like killing her skin or something. I don't know, but she's a bad bitch. Yeah. She don't need nobody. She is. I mean, she don't need to do it herself. She need people to do it for her. Why not? She has too many people around for somebody who can get fucked up, <laughs> body wise. This is hard, Bobby. I don't know which ones. Um, because <laughs> I love me credence as well. I think Credence is definitely more dramatic. Yeah. She has her facial expressions more dramatic. I think Liesel's dramatics is is just the way she speaks. Mm -hmm. And this is hard. (laughs) I'm sorry. Oh, and Ash, you mentioned the knife and the like little slit and whatever the fuck she was wearing. But it made me think I think Credence put corn a corn on the cob mm. in her um, the same area. Oh, yeah. Look at that. She was carrying corn and then seduce. It's a toss up. I, it's a 50 50 for me. I can't, I can't. They both make me laugh. 
don't get me started on Troll 2. Don't. <laughs> Ash is, I, I'm so glad she's a fan now. I knew it was going to happen. I don't know why. I like, I didn't want it to happen. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. I know. When y'all were talking about it on the show, I was like, Michael, why are you doing this to Ash? <laughs> why? <laughs> But it, it, I, I loved it because I knew it was going to make great content. And as you never seen it before, so I said, "Oh my gosh, she is in for a fucking ride!" Oh my god, I was cracking up every text message that came through. <laughs> I was dying, and I knew it was going to be coming. I was just waiting for the text I was message. Like, I was like, "I'm going to whoop your ass!" Like, what, what, what? You got me watching. It. Everyone needs to watch that movie at least once. Mm-hmm. At least once. And um, yeah. you could skip and the, the first. Documentary. And the documentary is a little creepy, actually. When I was, it watching is it. creepy. It, it's creepy and it's sad, especially like with the actors that play the mother. Mm-hmm. But yeah, See, and it really made me not like the dad anymore because I was like, oh, the dad is cool and all that stuff. And then like he has said, he had made comments about some people when they went to like a horror convention. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't like you. I need to watch this documentary. I never watched it. It's all to be okay. Oracle. <laughs> I think it's called Best Worst. Worst movie. movie. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna check it out. That's oh, all I had. Gosh. I just was curious. Yeah, that was a good question. I d- yeah, I gotta think about that. I- <laughs> Get back to me with that. It's more dramatic. Yeah, I I gotta think. That's hard. But um, I am. I'm more dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. And now, awarding. It's just this. <laughs> I like Lisa more. The credence is way more dramatic. Okay, I'm I'm done trying to make sense. <laughs> My brain is going all over the place. Um, um. Well, Ash, before we go, yeah. thanks again yeah. for com- you know joining us. You know, this was in the works. I'm just so happy that you are here. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And you know, I love both of y'all so much. We love you y'all. too. Love you too. <laughs> Any excuse to talk to y'all. I don't care. Next time pick a movie and then we will have to watch it. Whatever you choose. Yeah, your choice. <laughs> I think I might. I, I think I might have one in mind, actually, but we'll Uh-oh. see. <laughs> Speaking of Troll Two, oh, I boy. think I know a movie that has that has it beat. So, Ooh. oh, okay, challenge. Oh, I like a challenge. Now. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, before we go again, um, where can everybody find you? Plugging your socials and shit. Yes. <clears throat> You can find me on Twitter at Ash to Ashes. That's Ash with X in the middle, Ashes. I am also the host and creator behind Rise, Rise from the Dead podcast. Uh, you can follow me, uh, what's that, Rise from Dead pod. And make sure you give my show a listen. It's, uh, it'll be a year old in May, but. Hey. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely Time give flies. a listen. I'm I, I, right. I've had the pleasure of having both Michael and Bobby on the show multiple times. So give it a listen. Uh, give it a rating, please. That would help a lot. 
And I'm also a co-host on Kill the Dead podcast. So definitely check us out all there. Do that. Listen, rate, review, and share. And share, Let the people know. Yes, yes. You know, ratings and reviews are very important and people don't realize that. And it definitely helps out a lot. So definitely check out my girl, Ash. I mean, shows Kill the Dead, Rise from the Dead. They're both great. And um, Ash, you're just such an amazing soul. And we love you. So, yeah, and I really, really mean it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um, well, you can find us at, you know, obviously people under the scares on all podcast platforms, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Don't forget to rate us five stars, review, share some, you know, well, show us love and share your opinions. Let us know what you think about our show so far. Um, we are here to take any type of criticism. I don't care. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also can find Michael here at Thackeray Banks eighty six on Twitter and Instagram, right? Make sure. Yes. Okay. Okay. And you can find me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can find me Bobby Torres with a Z, not an S, on Twitter, Instagram as well. Also, Bobby likes the spooky YouTube channel, and you can also follow people underscore scares on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us. Show us love on there as well. Yes. If you have any scary stories, go ahead and email us or go yes. ahead and just message us on Twitter. We'll read them on air. If you have mm-hmm. any questions you want answered, go ahead and let us know. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I can't think of anything else. I fuck this up every time we do this. End. Lord. Oh, I literally had something in my head before I started speaking and I forgot that fast. <laughs> well yes don't forget y'all share show us some love and you know share to everybody and i'm down for a q a if you have any questions for us we'll definitely you know answer on the show here so yeah yes send us a question and bobby will buy you a patty pie every single one of you wow okay and i will deliver <laughs> To you just like that, singing that song. <laughs> <laughs> Petty pie in hand. I must have rehearsed my Alright, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's show. Thanks again to our guest. <laughs> everybody have a good night. <laughs> Good Bye. night. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>